Welcome to the Player Media Podcast, proudly brought to you by What If? It's Aussie for travel. G'day, Nico. It's Steve Maven, Rabbitohs Radio. Good win on the weekend. How'd the boys pull up? There's a couple of knocks there in the game. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think the boys come through pretty pretty good in the end. Um, I think Rano was probably just got the uh, got the old card played and uh, got to get off for a rest. So um, yeah, we're ready to go this week um, up in Rockhampton on Saturday afternoon against the Dragons. You must be happy with your form. I think they were saying before the game that you and Tommy are the only two that have played every game this year. So you've been consistent. Yeah, I hadn't heard that. It's um, yeah, it's a bit surprising, but yeah, no, going um, going well. Um, I guess as a as a middle unit, and um, you know, it's good to see a lot of the forwards getting some tries on the weekend. I um, unfortunately didn't get one, but um, yeah, I'm always happy to see see my fellow um, forwards get tries, and um, you know, we had a good result. Hey, it's um, Emma Lawrence here. Was Tommy reminding you that he got the double and bragging about it all night? Uh, no, he's pretty humble, old Tommy. He, um, he scores a few tries for, for, for a big unit. So um, I think when he came off at, at one stage in the first half, he, he reminded me that it wasn't his first double, but uh, that's all I heard about it after that. Mark, Mark you have- Sorry. Now, you mentioned Renault and his hamstring. Um, I think Cody Walker picked up a bit of a knee complaint. Is he okay? How's he tracking? Yeah, I think he's fine. Um, I saw him the day after the game and asked me how his knee was, and he, he said he was fine. I think we've just got a bit of a knock um, on the knee, which you know, happens in games for all of us. So, um, yeah, no, he, I think he's sweet, um, according to him. So, um, it's a pretty good source. Hey Mark, it's, it's Brad Water here. With the um, the game up in Rockhampton, do you guys is it just um, up and back on the day, or do you stay? Do you go up there early and do some promotional work, or do you, do you know what the setup is? Uh, I think at this stage we we are just flying up and um, and flying straight back um, because of uh, I guess the situation and the bubbles and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, unfortunately we don't get to get out amongst the community, but. Um, I was talking to one of our officials this morning and he said that they're expecting it to sell out within half an hour up there. So they're looking forward to the game and, um, you know, we're, we're looking forward to getting up there. And we played in front of, you know, seven and a half thousand on the weekend, but it sounded a lot more because when you get those those sort of smaller grounds, um, when they're full, they, 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 uh, they make a lot of noise. So um, it'll be a good atmosphere for us and uh, hopefully, you know, we can put on a bit of a show again. And there's obviously a bit of stake here. In the game, with the fact that um, the Panthers play the play the Storm, and you you guys are two points behind both of them, so assuming one of them is going to lose, that's an opportunity for you to move into second spot. And also, the Dragons are pretty desperate to try and hang into hang into the hang sorry hang in the top eight as well. So it'll be a pretty intense game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think um, you know that they'll um, they'll come out. You know, we said every week in the NRL when a team sort of loses, the next week they come out pretty fired up. So. Um, you know, our jobs don't really change too much in the middle, but um, we'll be expecting the sort of them to come out fired up, as I said, and, um, you know, hopefully we can do the job. We, we sort of, I guess, want to focus more on ourselves and um, keep building our game and um, keep improving as a team and uh, stuff like that. But, yeah, the, at the end of the day, we, we're going up there to sort of get the job done and get the two points. Just the last one for me, mate. The Just the um, – I'm just doing something on 
I suppose, but the number of high shots seem to be, there seems to be less high shots and players seem to be, uh, you know, it looks to me anecdotally that players are, um, um, the, the first point of contact is a bit lower uh, yeah. now. The target area might be a bit lower. Have you guys made a sort of, I suppose, a, a, an effort to try and, I suppose, adjust um, in the last, you know, month or two? No, we haven't, um, we haven't sort of purposely, um, you know, trained to, to do it. I mean, no one really trains to do head eyes anyway. It's yeah. We're not taught that at a junior level and you're definitely not taught that at this level. And um, no, I guess it's just probably that, you know, players individually realising that um, the consequences of sort of not most players, you know, go out on the weekend. They, the, the last thing they want to do is let down their teammates and, um, you know, with high shots and the automatic 10 minutes that was happening, it's that's you don't want to do that to your teammates. So I guess individually, you know, players have sort of responded uh, more so than any coaching that we've been receiving. Do you feel like when you run the ball that you're, you're getting maybe hit a bit lower? Oh, not, no, I, I couldn't say. It's not something I really sort of, I guess, focus on is sort of you get hit from everywhere when you're playing at this level. But um, no, and I, and I guess, you know, that's at the end of the day, that's what the NRL uh, wanted to do when they brought it in. They wanted to make the game safer for us and almost protect ourselves, protect us from ourselves sometimes. So, um, you know, hopefully it continues. And um, yeah, at the end of the day, I think it was about player safety. So, um, it's probably a good thing. Thanks, Mark. Mark, you spoke about what's at stake for you guys um, against the Dragons. Both of you, you know, have something to play for. The other big game, obviously, everyone will be talking about is Panthers and the Storm. Um, people aren't only talking about that game as like a grand final replay, but also a grand final preview. Um, as a team, that's clearly thereabouts. What do you What do you think of all that chat that people are saying this comp this year is only a two horse race? Oh, well, you know, everyone in Australia loves an underdog. So, I'm happy, well, I guess we're happy to be the underdogs. But, you know, I think you can look at every season in the NRL. There's still a lot of long time to go between um, that first weekend in October. And and sort of anything can happen with, with injuries and form and, um, you know, other teams coming into, you know, form at the right time of the season. Um, but, you know, it'll, it'll definitely be a great game to watch. It's two obviously class teams playing each other um, and they're both sort of equal at the moment. They're probably um, both eyeing off each other and, and wanting to um, wanting to win this game. So, um, you know, as a fan, I'll, I'll certainly be excited to watch it. But um, as a South player, you know, I think we um, we sort of can't wait to get our, get our opportunity to play either of those two teams again, um, considering what happened to us earlier in the year. With the way your side's building, do you feel um, like you're going under the radar a little bit, considering everybody's talking about the storm in Penrith? Oh yeah, I, you know I think we've still got plenty of belief in our um, within our, the four walls that we are we've got here. So um, you know if if other people outside of that um, think it's a two horse race, then we're okay with that. You know it's no sweat off our backs. Hey Tom, Steve Maven, Rabbitohs Radio. You tipped us that you might do the Wim Hof try celebration and you delivered in one of your two tries on Saturday. Is that something that you do, his methods, the ice baths and the cold showers? Yeah, mate, it's something I've, um, I've been doing for a while now. I mean, it's, uh, 
I don't get worried if it's not, you know, if I miss a day or whatever, but it's just something that's there in the back of my mind. It's more of a mindset, really. And just, um, yeah, you don't always have to be jumping in cold baths and full of ice every day and cold showers, stuff like that. But it's just more about the breathing as well. And just, yeah, I think just living in the now. And I just like his mindset. He's a great bloke. It's quite popular across the globe, I know. My co-host Darren Brown, he hasn't had a hot shower for, for years, so there must be something in it. Yeah, I think it's just, um, it's, it goes back to all the things about, you know, we've, we've over the years, hundreds of centuries or whatever, our bodies have been, used to being comfortable, whereas before they weren't, expo- like, we've always been exposed to the elements, that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, over, over years, we've, we've sort of nulled that down a little bit. Uh, numbed them down our senses and I think doing that helps awaken senses and become more uh, I don't know active I'm well, just talking to Nico and I think you and Nico played every game this year so must be working for you and you'd have to be happy with your form up front for the team yeah I'm feeling good um, I think um, you know I like to think I'm, I've been a bit more consistent um you know, I've not missed a game for, I think, a few years now. So, um, yeah, just little things like looking after your body is, is goes a long way. Um, and yeah, just trying to stay consistent through the season. I mean, I had a little bit of a dip, I think, uh, for the mid part of the season. But hopefully I'm over that now and um, we can kick on now to the business end of the year. And you're coping okay with the lockdown, mate? You and the team? Yeah, mate, I think... You know, majority of, of the players were all in the same boat, so you can't really complain about it. I mean, you know, I was young, single, and um, no 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 uh, attachments might be easier, but got me, um, you know, my partner and my two kids uh, away from me at the moment. It's not the always the easiest, uh, but, you know, like I said, everyone's in the same boat. I just got to get on with it and, you know, think about we're in a good position, fortunate position, and, um, yeah, a bit of... Um, What's the word I'm thinking of? Be appreciative, show some appreciation. Tom, it's um, it's Brad Water here. Wayne said Wayne said the other day that um, you had organised your wedding around the World Cup. How mate? How disappointed would would you be if it doesn't go ahead? Yeah, well, um, we had to obviously. I, I saw the news was the World Cup was going ahead, and uh, the two week quarantine was looking very likely. That meant I was. I organised my World Cup, so it was like two weeks after the final. So it gave me enough time to get back. This was two years ago. And um, and then now it's obviously looking like the quarantine would have been two weeks. So I would have literally got out of quarantine in Australia like a day after my wedding was scheduled in. So I had to, we had to look at... I basically postponed the whole thing just because of that, because you, know, you don't want to go into the... Going to the World Cup thinking, oh, we won't make the final. So, um, yeah, mate. So, like, we postponed that. And then um, now it's looking like, you know, there's a question mark over it again. So, it's a bit disappointing, mate. And I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, everyone's planning their whole lives around this thing. And then we're just getting told um, it's, it's not going ahead and that sort of thing. And, you know, I'd like to see a bit more consultation among the players if, if I'm honest it's you no know, nothing no one heard anything about the decision before it got released and then 
No, so it, it's uh, it's a tough one. There's a lot of mixed uh, opinions on it. I understand, you know, there's the sort of in in England, it's not great with all the COVID cases, but they are on the decline. I've seen recently, and it's just uh, it's just whether you manage it the, the way we manage it. I think if we manage it correctly, then we, it could go ahead. But they said the risk assessment was uh, too high, so whatever. And have you been speaking to the other English players that are out here? Yeah, definitely. I mean, everyone's, we're all ready to go. We all wanted to make it across. I mean, it's it's a big commitment. Like like I said, it's not something I've taken lightly. I mean, uh, playing for your country is a big, big um, achievement for me. And I never turn, that, turn it down, no matter how hard the circumstances are. Like, I think, you know, I would have been away for probably 10 weeks away from my, my young family, which wasn't, you know, it's it's a big call. I um. I did have to speak to my partner about it and we were going to be we're away from her now. So, but we made the call, and I understand that she understands this is my job, and you know I'm very proud to play for my country. So, I think I think I'm I'm in the same boat as a lot of players, and it's just you know it's a period in our lives where we we want to play um, for our countries if we get the opportunity, and it's um, not, you know not not much is going to stop us really. It, just take. Sorry, you go, Brad. Oh no! So just one, one other, uh, just on another topic, mate. I'm just um, noticing that the number of high shots has has dropped uh, recently, and the players seem to be targeting the first point of contact seems to be a bit lower. Have you noticed that at all? Are you conscious of tackling lower, or the players are tackling lower? Um, there might, yeah, there could be an extra effort just to dip a little bit more, dip uh, lower your sense, sort of lower your target area. I don't know, mate. I've not um, thought about it too much in my game, but you know there could be a bit of a mindset going into games now, which you know has trickled down into uh, less high shots, which is you know it's what the game wanted, I think. Thanks, Tom. Hey, Tom, just back on the Wim Hof stuff. How long have you been doing that for? How many years now? Um, probably close to three years now. One of my mates um, introduced me to him, and he. He was doing the cold showers and that sort of thing. And I thought it was interesting. So I started doing that. And then I've always been interested in sort of alternative theories and breathing and meditation, mind training, that sort of thing. And he covers a lot of that. And then luckily, um, yeah, the guy that introduced me to him managed to get him out to Australia. And he was doing like a, a big thing uh, with a thousand people. But he wanted to do a more intimate one with sort of leaders in sport. So I helped organise that for for my friend Cannon who who did it, and we managed to get like you know quite a lot of leaders in the sport coaching coaches there. There was like you know Brad Fittler was there. We got uh, Jason Dimitri there. We had um, Checker there from from Union. Uh, Danny Wilder came. Quite a few people um, you know who were influential in sport came, and we had like, a three hour sit down with him. Went through everything, and he's just a uh, pretty inspirational bloke really and um his method he, he thinks can apply to anyone and he can sort of what he does he can he can teach it to anyone so it's pretty cool and you know whether or not uh freddie fitler's implanted it there with the blues team you never know he might, he might have um had a part in their win i think he does in their camps he's been using it would you say that's you know had a direct impact on your form and the fact that you've you know barely missed a game in a couple of years Oh, you never know. I mean, um, 
certainly you no know, international games might have helped. Um, that that was a build up. I think for a while I I um I had like there was one I, since I moved to Australia I'd not had any off season off. I'd been international games for like seven straight years, seven eight straight years, and then obviously the Australia tour got cancelled last year and uh, so I, I give myself a chance to rest up I had an ankle operation and ever since then I felt really good my ankle's been great managed to tidy up any little other niggling injuries I think if you have one bad injury or one injury that you're playing with it starts to affect other parts of your body so I think yeah that that was really good for me so that, that probably helped but yeah, the Wim Hof is good for your recovery too and just one a bit more left field, but there's the chat's been growing that Anthony Milford could be making his way um, to the Bunnies. Um, do you think that would be pretty handy acquisition for the club? Well, yeah, I think he's a, he's a great player on his day, and you know he's he's got some great skill sets. So I mean, whether or not if he's going to fit in at our club, yeah, it's yet to be seen. I think um, you know as players we don't we don't have to make those calls. So. I think obviously, I think Jason Dimitri probably knows him from his days at the Bronx, and there could be a link there. But we'll just have to wait and see. I, I've not heard anything, so we'll just have to wait and see. Another one that's even more left field, Tommy. Um, the weekend incident with the Galo pies um, budgie smugglers. At least, Tommy, you've got an endorsement deal out of it now. Yeah, no deal there. No deal for for the Galos. They're just good mates. Wasn't paid anything for that. Um, I'll take a few free pies though at my wedding for uh, midnight snacks, but that's all. Uh, that's all we're doing. They're just good friends of ours. We've always, um, always been close ever since we moved to Australia. So, you know, they they give their budgies out to a few of the friends here and there. And I told him he needs to make some t-shirts with uh, "We're big on meat on." I, I reckon they'd go down well. But uh, but yeah, they're not selling them or anything like that. But. Yeah, if they sold a few uh, more pies that week, um, I'm happy for them. You didn't get in trouble from the NRL, did you? <laughs> I don't know where, where that's come from. Um, the, I didn't hear anything. No warning from me. I don't know. It said, it said in the news I, I received a warning, but I'm, I've yet to receive anything. I don't know what for, whether or not you're, you're not allowed to pull your pants down or not, but I, I plenty. Plenty of players uh, get their pants pulled down. I would say I did mine on purpose, but a bit of fun, I think, um, in the game, you know, personalities. I think with the, this whole try July thing, it's, it's been great to see a bit more personality in the players. And, you know, it's something that the fans like to see. So I'd, I'd like to see it keep going. And, you know, we don't want to see robots out on the field just going about our business and not doing anything uh, out of the uh, box, you know. I agree. Um, I just want to ask you, sorry, one last one, if I can. Yeah, uh, yeah no, Mark spoke about um, uh, just how well, you know, uh, Penrith and the Storm have been going and they play each other this weekend and people are talking about how the competition is a, is a two-horse race. Um, you know, what are the bunnies made of that chat considering you're only two points from, you know, being second? I think it's fair call. Like, the, those two teams have been sort of outstanding all year you know they're um you know they both beat us as well so we've yet to prove it you know we obviously we've been ticking away getting some wins but we've yet to beat those sides so it's a fair call mate we, we've just got to um keep going about our business and you know we'll 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 wear that it's, it's fine i mean we, we've we've obviously we've got to play penrith again in a few weeks but 
you know, we've just got to keep keep getting those wins. Uh, two points is very important this time of year. So that's all we got to concentrate on. Thanks, John. This player media podcast is proudly brought to you by What If. What If? It's Aussie for travel.